People, three quick things you can do to support me and support the Value Economics Podcast. Number one, subscribe to the Value Economics Podcast. Number two, leave a five-star rating if we deserve it. Number three, if we deserve it further, leave a review. Something nice, something mean, whatever you value. I don't care. Let's get into the show. Everybody's got to Value Economics Podcast. Six million ways to die. Choose one. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Value Economics Podcast. Can you dig it? I can. And this is the second edition, the new edition, as the RU Garbage folks would say, of the Value Economics Weekly, which is the newsletter you can subscribe on my Substack, Value Economics Substack. Just Google it. It should be there. But we wanted to give you a quick overview, just a quick less than five-minute overview of what we went over last week, some cool things, some value economics, and a look at next week. So we'll start with what we covered last week. And what we covered last week was... On Monday, I released a my actually my first short form article entitled "Affirmative Action: Antidote to Elitism," which was a conversation between Jason Whitlock and Bobby Kennedy Jr., two guys I really respect, that really made me think about one core concept: which is more dangerous, a closeted elitism or an open bias? I have my thoughts because I think it's a question that I think needs further analysis, and I would encourage you to listen or read it and draw your own conclusions because the more people with value-driven conclusions about things, I think is the better option for both. So Wednesday, last Wednesday, earlier this week, I had Quentin Super, my great friend on, to talk about China, identity, long road, self-discovery, and women. And so my Quentin is a journalist. He's an author of the Long Road series. Fantastic. Go get it on Amazon. Go get it wherever you buy books. And I wanted to talk about his latest book, his kind of trilogy cap, if you will, even though he's working on another book right now, called The Long Road Through China. He's one of my favorite people to talk to. He's a very bright person who has also developed a lot of perspective the hard way. So please read, listen, and learn from him. I certainly have on all three of those accounts. And the cool thing of the week, I thought this was really, really interesting, even though I have some maybe some issues with the technology itself. I just thought it was really cool. So the cool thing of the week is that CRISPR, which is a gene editing technology developed by Jennifer Doudna and team over in California in the life sciences revolution. When CRISPR was first released, which is, you know, again, a tool to edit the human genome, it could only target approximately 12.5% of the human genome. However, a recent study by Duke University, leveraging the greatest life science research institutions across the world, has estimated that with some tweaks and some proposals, they could get that number to nearly 100%. And this is perhaps the most mind-blowing and revolutionary news in biology in decades, because we can edit diseases, we can eradicate disabilities, we can do a lot of other things that can really harm people in a lot of ways. And again, I, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but it's certainly a cool thing. And so I wanted to highlight that as well. So value economics for our principle of the week, we have basically, we're going to get down to real basics here. What is a value? So a value is a deeply held belief that serves as an orienting principle that defines your actions, associations, and decisions. So without values, you were left adrift due to nothing informing your actions, associations, and decisions. And this is obviously not a good thing. So by adopting values, you begin to live life on your own terms and for your own purpose and lots more on this to come. We're doing this real bite size in this newsletter. But think about it in the meantime, because it never hurts. So for our look ahead, we are going back into the quote unquote success series with the success series volume two, success addiction, which is a play, play a, maybe a bad one on sex addiction. Su- success addiction is what we're going to be tackling on Monday. That's coming out next week. So 
when the success masturbation hypothesis, which we covered two weeks ago, fully takes control, pivoting your life to where an objectified and unmoored quote unquote success becomes the only thing that matters, bad things happen. So read or listen to find out the cure, or at least what I believe the cure to be. And on Wednesday, I'm super excited to be welcoming my friend Ananaya Alwal to talk to the show, to talk about a lot of things. She is a wonderful and very, very bright person. She works for Tony Robbins. She's a social media influencer. She's a creative entrepreneur and aspiring author. And she joins me next week to talk about a lot of things, like I mentioned earlier. She's a first-generation African immigrant. She's really big into the personal development space, works in the personal development space, both entrepreneurially and employment-based what she's learned from working with Tony Robbins, how she plans to implement it with her own business and thought leadership in the future. She's awesome. Look out for this one. It's going to be a great conversation. I had a lot of fun and I think you guys will too. So that's it for this week. Again, short and simple, hopefully less than five minutes. So before I go over my five minutes, open your mind, own the day. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great weekend.